Hello, welcome to Improvise D&D, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast that puts three intrepid heroes from the local Adventurers Guild on an epic quest that is created on the spot. I am Danny Wyken, the Dungeon Master, and I am joined by an absolutely fantastic cast for this episode. I am joined by Ensemble's members Lauren Kincaid and Joe Johnson, who will be playing our NPCs for the evening. Hi! Hello! And I'm joined by our adventurers who will be going on this quest. Want to introduce yourselves, guys? Hello, I'm Quill Havencrest, and I'm an Azamar cleric, and I cry when I need to, which is a lot. I, I'm on an unpaid internship to prevent the apocalypse, <laughs> but it's okay because I'm very insecure. Malvolia, tiefling sorceress, and if my horns didn't give it away, I am inclined to acts of evil. Or at least I was. Now I'm on a court-ordered redemption tour, trying to spread kindness and joy and I hate it! Magnar Tinforge, Dwarven Tinkerer. For 400 years, I was the best adventurer in the realm. Now I'm out of retirement because of a clerical error. Magnar needs the money. All right, we'll get Magnar some money soon enough. Uh, I just want to take a time to thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, we at Out on a Whim are very excited to be able to do this and translate our stage show to this new form. And if you like the podcast, we invite you to come check out our stage show, which is in Chicago every week on Sunday at 7 at Otherworld Theater. And if you can't make it to Chicago, it's live streamed on Facebook. Uh, we, before we hop in, we should go over the rules really fast. And just like our Chicago show, uh, I didn't write anything past a prologue. I do not have control of the NPCs. And our characters are starting at ridiculously high level with custom abilities. So that all means that we're only using the d20 dice to roll things. 20 is the best, 1 is the worst, and if you roll twice for disadvantage or advantage, you take the higher or lower. Uh, other than that, uh, we don't really play by the rules because we're making it all up, and that would be pretty hard. NPCs, are, are you ready to go? Heck yeah, we are! Yes. <laughs> all right, and, and adventurers, we'll kick right in with our quest. The Adventurer's Guild has received a letter from the small village of Borda. The settlement has contacted the guild to investigate the disappearance of two villagers and also investigate mysterious noises that started to occur in the hills right outside of town. The letter, written by the mayor, says that they suspect the events are linked, as the sounds only started two nights before the people went missing, but nobody can say for certain. This is where you come in. With the promise of coin for discovering the missing villagers, you packed your gear and headed to Borda. It's less than a day's journey from your guild hall to the village. And we're going to start on that road. You've descended from your home in the Keystone Peaks, got onto the Greenway, and are walking down that road towards the Golden Woods and the village of Borda. Dungeon Master, I didn't pack practical shoes, so I'm riding on Quill's back. Dungeon Master, I would like to roll a strength check because it has been hours Immediately roll the strength check. First roll of the night. Fifteen. Your legs are still moving forward despite uh, your brain telling them not to. You do not want to get fired from this unpaid internship. Nope. nope. Uh, Malvolia is crushing your wings a little bit beneath you, uh, but you're shuffling through the pain. And of course, Magnar, uh, the dwarf, is uh, pulling up the rear, uh, really dragging his feet on this one. I mean, it's only a day's uh, walk, but uh, this is horrible. I'm sorry, I can't hear you back there. What? I don't understand why we couldn't just hire a carriage. 
I said I'd go splitsies with you. That's the problem. Splitsies. Splitsies would require that I be paid. And and that I give more of my money. Come well, on. Why don't you just use your family money? I'm the family money. That's I, the reason why. You you we go over this all the time. I don't I don't have enough I don't have family, I'm an orphan. Oh right. It makes it's very simple, alright? Your father has an estate and you borrow from the estate. I think but remember how I said I'm an orphan, I don't have a father. Is that how that works? That's a hundred percent how that works. Dungeon Master, as they're bickering, I just decide to build a uh, automaton to uh, just take us there faster. All right, go for that. Roll to construct your automaton from your gear. Two. Two. You uh, packed your equipment, but you didn't pack enough equipment to make a something you can ride. Uh, you're probably limited to fairly small devices for this adventure. Okay, so I, I have three sets of clogs with wheels on them. Um, I take one of the cogs and I cast Polymorph on it to turn it into a big horse. All right. Two. It is an abomination of nature that has oh, in front of you. Oh, sweet. Kill me. Oh. oh, I love it. Let's name it. Oh, it suffers so. The oh, front half is of a horse. The back ha- half is these cogs and wheels oh. that are sort of grinding Ow. and the ground mesh with this flesh. Oh, is no is no one going to do anything about this? Oh, I've Daddy, always... Daddy, I say to Magnar. Oh. It knows your name, Magnar. Not again. Daddy. Um, okay. Magnar, we're parents. Daddy, give oh. me kisses. You know, I never pictured this happening between you and me, but now that it's happened, I just I love Buttercup so much. Oh, don't don't I'm name it. Buttercup. Gonna... No, I'm you can't Buttercup. name it. Abomination. That's a that's great magic. Uh, I Buttercup. I want to. Have a, a real job. Okay, oh, oh, a real Dungeon job? Master, I'm gonna nip this in the butt. I'm gonna roll to dismantle Buttercup. All right, roll your d20. Uh, 19. 19. Even with the flesh and biological integra- integration uh, with oh. the mechanics, you're able to work around that and uh, completely dismantle uh, Buttercup. Oh, oh. oh. So here's it, the, into the night. Sweet you're gonna creature. You, you keep the uh, the. The physical stuff, and I'll keep the cogs. Oh, God. Buttercup, groan to me what you want. Do you want me to release you from this life? All right, I'm going to polymorph Buttercup into a small horse. Malvolia. It's a one. Mm. You just basically condense Buttercup into a blob of flesh and it's just a ball is on the ground I now. put the flesh in my bag oh oh it, it's getting over oh, everything I can uh, I can hear it it smells terrible it's oh. a bag of holding please it smells fine yeah once the flap is closed the smell does go away mm. uh, though you can only imagine it getting over everything and that little void that you carry around on your side you know I always pictured myself as a career woman but maybe maybe I'm a pet lady um, you want to take this? Mal- Malvolia, what do you think a pet is? Ooh, it's it's an animal mm-hmm, that usually. does everything you say. Mm-hmm. And it respects you. Um, and it loves you. And it always tells you that you're right. <gasps> you're right. I don't want a pet. I want a husband. Hey, look, a river. 
Yeah, there is a small stream as you have Thank walked you, about another hour. Um, the Golden Woods are now flanking the road, and there's a small creek running over uh, underneath the road with a little wooden bridge. This is the main greenway that keeps going towards the state of Beldir. There is a path that deviates off right where this river's coming through, and parallel to it is a small little dirt path, and there's a signpost at this juncture. I feel like I've I've, I've been here before. I'm going to roll um, uh, Uncommon Knowledge to see if I know which path to take. Mm. All right, go for it. 19. 19. Uh, you can tell every single detail because that signpost will tell you exactly where to go. I made this signpost. I thought it was your handwriting. No, I I, I used to be a cartographer when I was 200 years old. Magna, Beautiful craftsmanship. Magna, you, what haven't you done? Um perfected the the best mead. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that could be a good arc for you. Seems like a good goal for the day. Yeah. M- my dad was a meadsmith and I never I never got his approval. His appro- oh, we got to go left. Oh. We got to no, oh. it's the left path. We got to mm. It is indeed mm. the left path. The the sign it says Borda and there's a number 4 after it. The other two, one says Beldir. 13. The other one says Oshid. 17. The left path is correct. Uh, Magnar, could you could you look at that sign for a moment? What what wood did you use? And I pull Malvolia to the side. We are going to help him make the best mead so he can feel the like his dad approved of him. I will special order the finest honey in all the land and have it hand-delivered to us in Borda. I pull out of my bag uh, a quill, not quill, a quill, and parchment, and I write a very quick letter to my servant, McStevens. All right, you, you, you whip up a letter to McStevens. Perhaps, perhaps the blob could take it in the post. Wonderful idea. Yes. I pull... Buttercup's flesh out of my bag. All right, you cur- pull Buttercup the blob out, and it's pulsating uh, and sort of like oozes around your hand and, and slowly, slowly fully envelops your hand. I give it I, sweet kisses. I immediately regret suggesting this. It, it's warm but cold at the same time. I would like to polymorph Buttercup's flesh into a bird. Oh. It's a three. It, oh, one wing sprouts from it. Good enough. Buttercup, I need you to take this letter to McStevens. I need him to bring us the finest honey for Magnar's emotional journey. Good luck, and I throw Buttercup up to the sky. The, the flesh ball flies up into the air, the one limp wing flapping wildly in the wind. Oh, it gets to the peak. You can do it. And it comes back down and splats against the ground. <laughs> And then slowly starts to roll and uses its wing to like push itself along the dirt and starts to roll in the direction oh, of the adventure. Buttercup is round as the wheel. I think I've realized I love helping people. You know, Do when you? I started this redemption tour, I was like, oh, I'm going to miss prison. Oh, the great powers of the universe aren't worth giving up. But today I've realized helping Magnar, creating Buttercup, I just want a simple life, a normal life. Malvolia, that's I want to be suburban. This is such a big step for you. Yesterday you burned three orphanariums. Oh, I'm not going to stop doing that. That's okay. I should probably ask how you're doing. Me? I won't. We uh, uh, we pull away from the sidebar. All right, you go back to Magnar. He's looking at that signpost with a, a glint in his it, eye still. It's Borda wood. See, I use the wood of every village 
for each post. Mm. It's it's kind of a staple of mine. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's keep going. Yeah. I climb back on Quill's back. Oh, mm, mm. I also climb on, D- on Dungeon Master. Oh, oh. I'm gonna have to roll a strength test. Yes, and, you are. And I am a cleric, so I I would elect disadvantage. Yeah, I'll roll disadvantage for you. You roll the uh, regular strength check. Seven. Oh, I, I rolled a natural twenty, but it's that seven. <laughs> uh, your burr bones are, are struggling I, to handle it. I collapse. Uh, you're in a dog pile at this juncture in the road. Oh, Quill, you are the worst adventurer. Honestly, this is the closest I've gotten to a hug in a while, so I'm okay with it. I pull myself up out of the dirt, I dust myself off, and I cast... Ooh, I'm going to cast Fireflight, so I can just gently propel myself over the road. All right, Malvolia... I got a nine. It's enough to maintain stabilization. It's not the, the most enjoyable flight of your life as you are just controlling it through fire from extruding from your hands but uh, you're able to fly over you're flying a little bit faster than the rest and you get a nice bird's eye view you can see the village in the distance it's not that far oi oh it's me the merchant of border I'm headed that way do y'all need a lift in my carriage? Oh, what a magnificent carriage. And from behind this gilded carriage, it's coming from the east. Uh, there is a seemingly a guard on either side of it walking along, and there's a small halfling uh, riding it and has a huge top hat on. Seems to be very well-dressed. That's me. Well-dressed and ready for oh, picking up strangers. Oh, yep. Flynn. Flynn! Oh, Magna! Do my eyes deceive me? Your eyes never deceived you, you old coot! Oh, you old bag! (laughs) (laughs) We clasp each other warmly by the hand, as friends do! Mm, And a a sweet kiss on each other's foreheads! And then a little nuzzle, ears to ears! We would love a ride, and, and Quill will dance for it. Um, oh, I love a good oh, dance. Mm, okay, Magnar. Uh, just, remem- just, just just a little shuffle. Remember this the next time you need a heal. Um, Roll a performance check. Yes. It's a 10. It's a nice jig. You're able to get an eye raise out of the merchant every now and again. I would say certainly not professional, but enough to give you a seat in the back of this old monster wonderful it seems as though it would have been enough if i didn't dance thank you yeah i also could have offered him money i don't need money he doesn't need he doesn't (laughs) i've got a gilded carriage what does a man like me need nothing i say merchant do you have any wares for sale oh listen i will take you straight to my shop if you get on my carriage right now well i've never said no to getting in a stranger's carriage so i do all right, Quill climbs onto the carriage with enthusiasm. Malvolia right behind. Oh, I'm shotgun with my pal Flynn. All right. We and tell each other you, riddles all the way there. You hop up there right next to Flynn, the elderly halfling, and the cart clacks along the, the road as it pulls off onto this dirt path, and you travel for about one more hour, and you come on and you t- up to the village of Borda. What has two arms and can't hold his liquor? It's Mag- you! Magnar, I know. Yeah. <laughs> How are those riddles going? Uh, what was that? How are the riddles going? We played six games of cards back here, and now Quill owes what? me 10,000 gold. I, I promise nothing. That's how it happens, isn't it? <laughs> hey. Friendship is built on debt. 
Oh, oh, oh that's okay. what Melvonia well, keeps. T- okay, uh, coworkers. Okay, yep. Now yeah, you pull into uh, the stable. Uh, the horse is um, given feed. The cart remains there for now as uh, Flynn unloads a few boxes and carries them over to his store. He seems to run the general store in Borda. The most beautiful gilded general store in all of Border. It is gaudy. Even the oats are rubied. Yeah, you know, there's nothing like a rubied oat. That's Mm. what I like to say. That's what my father said and my grandfather before him. Silk bags of grain? Yes, what? what, How can you carry grain without silk? Uh, True. That's what they say in Border. Each individual piece of grain has its own little onesie. Yes, I dress them warmly so they don't uh, chill in the wind. You know, don't look too closely at my wares. I do keep myself busy. Don't Has I? this tentacle been dipped in rose gold? Oh, yes. Rose gold is all the rage with the youngsters these days. You know, it's not just regular gold anymore. It's got to be pink. Flynn, you you have your ear to the, the nose ground. I'll say. What have you heard about these mysteries afoot? Oh. Up in these hills uh, off yes. yonder. Two, I, two missing. I pull Magnar away from the group. Okay. Magnar, you would not believe the noises I have heard in the night. The shrieks, the yowls, the screams. Give me a taste of these echoes of the past that oh, you've heard. I, I get close to your ear and I just go... My ear trembles. As did mine when I heard these sounds. And thus, every night I don't get any sleep. How can one wrap his grains with onesies when he cannot even stay awake for a moment? Oh, My dear friend, I'm surprised you're even able to make a profit. Uh, Well, I do make a very good profit. I have lots of money and property. Uh, Life is good and border. But the point is, we're all terrified. We don't know what's going on and two have gone missing did you know the two? Oh, i knew them very well yeah. their names were yale and smirk yale and smirk brothers uh, yale imagine. is actually a woman that oh is, yes. that's well, i'm i'm a little out of touch with with yeah it's a it's the, a trendy thing you know oh. like <laughs> damien used to be a, a, a man's name and now yeah. it's a woman's really? name. really yes but you know gender is fluid it doesn't really matter it either is? way yes in border everything goes oh there's no border lines here ah oh, i'll say but the, the point is yale and smirk were our best people can you call them buds? I'm trying to figure this out. To be yeah, perfectly honest, uh, I, I think don't wanna... brother and sister, if anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, relations. I, yes, relatives. I would Siblings. say. Siblings. And all of a sudden, they were here one day buying one seed grain, gone the next. It truly left me in a shivering state. Oh, no, you're still shivering. I'm shivering now. I hold Flynn close to stop the shiver. You, oh, you feel he... a trembles coursing through his body, but as you get him in your embrace, uh, they subside, and it's comforting. It'll be fine, my friend. What are you talking about? I don't know. From across the room, when I hear the ay ay ay, I yes. moan viscerally. Ugh. I look off uncomfortably. Uh, I'm it, sorry. The sound of suffering just makes me feel so much. I I miss it. As you look off, uh, Quill, uh, you do see that all the prices of the store are oh, exorbitantly no. high. Oh, no. Can I help you with anything? Um, yeah, they come back together and the whole party's reunited after Magnar's conversation. Yes, can you make that noise again? No. 
Flynn, Flynn. I run from the room, tears welling in my in my eyes, my halfling eyes. The top hat uh, jostles as Flynn holds it on his head as he runs up the ah! stairs to his to his uh, abode, uh, seemingly terrified, thinking about the sounds that he heard that night. Oh, I miss the days when seeing me would elicit that reaction. But it's fine. I want pets and people now. We have a lead. We have to find the house of Yale and Smart to see. If we can, you know, find any relate, I don't, I don't know what to call. I don't. If, is it a family? I don't. Uh, there are two people. Uh, right? But but are but are they? Are like, they are people? They, are they what people? defines like, people? Is it? Are they? Are they dwarfs? Are they? You know, uh, whatever do, you are. Do, like oh, I don't know. Do you not know what I am? Uh, some sort of uh, man bird. I don't. I don't. I, uh, I don't know what he do is. Do I look like I have a beak? I mean, no. your nose. I, I, let's find I, out where, what let's, did you say before we go since mm. Flynn is out of the room can we do a general perception check to see if there's anything that might help us on this journey yeah roll for that 10 10 there's some uh, adventuring supplies that is the general store so you could get any standard array of adventuring supplies if you wanted to uh, we stock pay, up on stuff we pay for them we, we don't. We them. don't pillage. I would like to take the rose gold tentacle alright you get the rose gold tentacle it's on a stick and I'll leave three gold behind for it. All oh, right. Excuse, excuse me. Whoa. Oh, hello. Um, a shopkeep assistant has entered in from the back room. I too is a half lane, so you might not have noticed me standing behind you and a little to your left. Um, but that's a that's four that's four gold. I'm sorry. You were going to pay just three. Ooh, unfortunately, I love to haggle. Can we initiate haggle? Initiate uh, you can haggle. initiate haggle. I'll roll initiative for that. All right, uh, party. You can give your first price. You will start first, or if you want to wait. You can always see if you will go first. Uh, I will offer you the three gold I was going to leave before. Right. So I'm going to counter offer the four gold promised and a return jig for the embarrassing one that my boss told us about earlier. Okay. Uh, he rolled a, a natural 20. That sounds like a great deal. That is a great deal. Well, that's fantastic. You can play the four gold and then I will do a quick little jig. Um, it's kind of a couple simple steps. It's just a little one-two with the heel, and then one-two with the heel. He's on the ceiling. Oh my god! He's so talented. Yeah, the the halfling bounds around the room, showing off his dance moves. It seems like this might be his true passion, as opposed to running a shop when its owner is away. Um, as I finish, I I dust down down my apron, straighten it all back out, and then um, print out a receipt. What is thy name, Quarterling? Um, I'm often called assistant. Hey, you. Uh, but my parents named me Bernard. Oi, assistant! Are you dancing again? I come uh, back downstairs in a huff. Yeah. Oh, Flynn. Ma- Master Flynn, Master Flynn. No, I was. Um, Get I was, out of here! You're uh, not even dressed in gold. Get your gold pants on. I I, I run to the to the employees' lounge to yeah, change he, pants. He runs out the back the in the back door in the back, and it's. Swing shut behind him, and you swear you hear some light sobbing from coming from inside. I'm so sorry for that embarrassing display. I'm so sorry. I was just my emotions overcame me. Don't you know my assistant? I was so enchanted by his dancing. I didn't even notice he wasn't wearing pants. Yes, he's a he's a thespian. That one. But he doesn't even, you know, sometimes he gets the books wrong. It's really uh, disturbing. Has but- Borda a community theater? 
Oh, of course. The best community theater well, in all of the Forgotten Realm. Well, why hasn't this boy auditioned and been found as the star he is? He's got more important things to do, like organizing the rose gold tentacle and putting onesies on every piece of grain. But he's a transcendent dancer. Oh, well, I'll have to think about this. Anyway, take your supplies. If you come back to this shop, perhaps you'll see his name in lights. What is his name? Assistant? I don't know. I'll have to go ask him. He said, hey, you. Oh, no. Hey, you! He had- hey, you! And Flynn goes into the back room as well, uh, talking to Hey, you, or Bernard, as his parents named him. And you're left alone in the shop again. So um. I got this tentacle. Anything else you want to grab? Uh, Dungeon Master, I'd like to roll Perception. Uh, to see if there's anything that I feel may be uh, useful uh, in the fight to prevent the apocalypse. All right, roll a d20. That's an eight. Uh, This is all mundane materials. Mm. If you wanted to help prevent the apocalypse, you're going to need magic items and some specialty stuff. But they're not... Yeah. Stop the end of the world things. Hey, Quill, maybe the magic was inside you all along. Mm, I don't know about that. You know, Uh, I could enchant. Hmm? I can enchant stuff. You can enchant things. Like if you want, if you want to pick, like you know that thimble, I can mm-hmm. like maybe mm-hmm. like put some pizzazz to it. Or mm-hmm. like Do you guys mind if I unpack for a second? I'm just under a lot of work stress <sighs> with my new unpaid internship Jesus. to prevent God. the apocalypse, and it just feels like th- there was no actual instruction, just that the this is world's going to, to end. Quill, I'm trying really hard not to give in to my evil tendencies, but if you don't shut the hell up right now and leave this shop, I'll kill you and everyone in here. <laughs> I'm, I'll wait outside. Quill sheepishly walks out the door. You want to take another tentacle? Ah, I'm good. All right, so you head out of this store back into the town square of Borda. It's a very small town square. You went directly to the shop. There is a temple. There seems to be like a sort of a town hall building, a few residential buildings, and a few other more specialized shops like a blacksmith or a bookseller. And that's what drives me crazy, Magnar. Quill's mm. always trying to tell us his backstory. I don't care. I, 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 I barely care about it. It's very anything. strange when you guys talk about me in the third person like this. Shh. <sighs> That's interesting. But, um, that residential house is hmm? broken into. Ooh, was that us? Did I forget? Mm. No, no, we, we, we just arrived in town. Right. Hmm, I'd like to investigate the house. All right, you go up to the house in the corner. It's tr- sort of triangular in shape. I got an 11. All right, it's a wooden house. Uh, there is a broken in front window. Uh, but it is boarded up as well behind that, and it seems like uh, the actual uh, ha- door is not boarded, but is closed. Well, there's only one way to get in here. I use flame hands um, on no, the no, boarded no, no, up no, door. No, 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 no. Sixteen. All right. Uh, you ignite the boarded up door and it immediately falls to cinders. Uh, luckily, not too many people are in the town square, and you don't draw too much attention as you... It was an isolated inferno. I saunter in, like I own the place. All right, so you saunter in, and you're in what looks to be a studio of some sorts. Uh, it's definitely somebody lives here, but I use it as a studio space. Uh, there's pottery everywhere, and it seems to be a potter's studio. I'm going to roll uh, the pillage to see if um, there's anything in these pots worth, worth taking. All right. Nine. 
Nine. Uh, no uh, things in the pots. They seem they're not for sale yet. They're being constructed. But you do find a ledger uh, on the desk. Mm, let's see. Okay. All right. This town really likes pots. Like everybody, like there's like 300 orders for pots. My oh, God, why it, would anybody need so many pots? Oh, this town is known for its its culture with pots. You see, there's connected to family lineage. Uh, they'll they'll put their dead in pots when they and, and cremate them. Uh, it's it's. It, you, did you guys not know this? Did you do research before we got here? I did yeah. so much research. That's what makes me crazy about Quill. He's trying to tell us his backstory, and he always does research. You said it make it make you crazy about me. Why why aren't you just being you in say, the moment? Did you just say crazy about me? I lift up some of the pots and I start shaking them. All right, uh, you you shake all the pots around. Uh, I, you don't find anything of interest, unfortunately, in the pots. Uh, the most interesting thing was that ledger. Um, oh, let's see, Yale and Smirk ordered a pot. <gasps> what kind? Um, it says parentheses nice. They ordered a nice pot. Which of these aren't nice? They're all beautiful. But it has the address. There is indeed an address, and it's right on the edge of town near those hills. Well, take the ledger with you. I place the ledger in my bag of junk, but also a pot, because, you know, maybe um, maybe my my boy Flynn wants one. All right. right. Uh, Gentlemen, step outside of the hut, if you don't mind. Oh, oh, oh. um, uh, I cast Flame Strike uh, on the Potter Studio to make sure it's gone before we leave, so no one knows we were here. All right, so you're going to destroy the evidence. Roll for that. With a ten, flaming lightning comes down from the sky. And it ignites the pottery studio as well as an adjacent building. And you get out of there while people start to run towards it. What's the other building? The other building just seems to be a home. No. Oh, uh, my God. Oh, Oh, no. Dungeon Master, I would like to cast Planar Shift to open a dimension to the water plane of existence so I can bring some stream of water over this firing home. All right, you can do that. Uh, you manipulate the magic and open up a portal. Uh, roll for a planar shift. It's a 16. Yeah, you, you find the right plane and you rip open the rift right above it. You see uh, reality sort of uh, break open and water just gush in. Uh, you see some weird like one-eyed fish uh, oh. come down with it. Uh, you see like another tentacle or two. Uh, just small sea creatures as they pour in and it completely douses this fire and pours out and eventually closes up after oh, a few so seconds. I'm so sorry, little fishies. Dungeon Master, at the exact same moment Quill was casting, I, the homeowner, would like to open another planar shift to the realm of loose sand to hopefully douse the fire with sand. All right, roll for that. I got a natural one. Yeah, it, you unfortunately are just a homeowner and a commoner. You see what this <laughs> what this amazing adventurer does as he rips open it and you think, I can do that. And you raise your hands up and nothing happens. Daddy, did you cast that planar shift to make all the water fall onto the house? You're so powerful, Daddy. I, yes, he did. I did. I Thank Yes, I did. Thank oh you for that. Oh, my yes. God. He's amazing. He's Quill, why can't you ever do something that cool? Okay, you know what Sir, I'm, you what know what I'm doing, name? right? You know I'm being very... Okay. I'm, I'm usually just called Daddy. Daddy. Mm-hmm. Do you um, need a job, Daddy? Um, 
He's already I mean, got, a I've got a job. I've I got, run um, the second best adventurers guild in all the land, and I've never seen such a magnificent display of magic. Magno, I felt it was pretty clear that, well, it was, that I was. Just, I will offer you a hundred thousand gold Did per you year to you loan see? us uh, your talents. That's enough for dinner for Magna, the next week. You saw that I did that. That's right? that's right. No. Um, no. But, you know, I'm a no. banking manager, so I actually make I quite a bit more your than bank. that. No, that. Well, I'm I would like to purchase the bank this man works at. All right. Uh, do you want to spend the time going through the legal stu stuff for that? No, I just reach into my bag of holding and just start pulling out gold. All right. It's I got a natural one. All right. You reach in and you pull out uh, just a bunch of gold, but it is covered in flesh. Oh, buttercup. <laughs> and the remains of buttercup and the homeowner seems very put off by it. Please, I daddy, I need you. I what? Would you like I to open it you. into like a savings deposit box? Again, I'm not really looking for a job. I Like I said, I'm extremely financially well off. Like I make a good money. I just... Look, I'm going to give my you... My house was on fire. I'm going <laughs> to give you this gold and you're going to think about it. And when I come back... Should you want to work with the Adventurer's Guild, this is... you may consider it a signing bonus. Okay. Uh, Dungeon Master, I would immediately like to pull out my ledger in from my pajama bottoms. It's All a right. smaller ledger from my normal work outfit. And I would like to just make a receipt and just start begin counting all of the gold marking off all which right. ones are it covered the most is a substantial most. amount of gold it is 112 That's gold so pieces much. more than quill has ever received for any of his jobs um, i take the receipt i immediately set it on fire all right it, it evaporates basically have a good day good you have a good day. Um, so let's go find Yell and Smirk's house. I uh, I walk back. I've been gone. This All right. Magnar slipped away during this inferno and subsequent flood. And uh, I, I, I reach back to him. Um, Quill was talking to me telepathically, and I told him I didn't see it because I was gone earlier. But um, um, I've uh, I found uh, the house. Um, it is indeed at the end of town. And what's inside of it? Nothing. Everything is gone. So it's vacant? N no, the house is... Everything's gone. The, the house the is house gone? The house is completely gone. My God. And it, and it, there's just rubble. The, the literal house is gone. Yeah, the house is gone. Um, so there's nothing to really torch or water. I leave you for like a couple minutes, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. Well, I'm kinda disappointed. if the house is gone... Perhaps we should go to the mayor. He's the one who wrote us this letter anyway, and I'm sure he knows the next steps to take. Yes. All right, I'll go with that. Well, we could do some kind of uh, arcane investigation to what caused this house's destruction. Uh, I mean, okay. bureaucracy's the best. Magic that there is. That's, well, yeah. no, yes. It, the Order of Ogma, the god of knowledge, is very highly uh, respectful of the, the bureaucracy. All right, we seek the mayor. I'm sorry, are you looking for the mayor and a house? Why, yes, little girl, and don't come too close to us. Yeah, a small uh, human girl uh, with dirty blonde hair, uh, very uh, basic peasant clothes, walks up to you, uh, holding a teddy bear in one hand. Oh. Keep to yourself, she's one of the poor. She's got shifty well, eyes. Well, my father is actually the banking manager, so we're quite well off, but uh, the, the thing that I heard you say was that a house went missing on the other side of Town. Why are you listening to other people's conversations, That's kid? That's very rude. I, I thought Daddy um, would do a better job. I just don't have that much to do. You know, I'm a child. I'm not in school yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, you should be working. Oh, yes, get a right. job. You're right. I, I apologize. I did want to 
to say, uh, the mayor actually just took up residence in a house that just appeared on a hill over by my favorite playing nook in the woods. You play in the woods? Yes, it's my favorite place. Everybody's there. The squirrels, the beetroots. The bumblebees. The bumblebees. I play by myself, except with this old gentleman, Mr. Teddy. I don't, I don't approve of that at all. Dungeon Master, I'd like to do an arcana check on this teddy. All right. That is a four. It is a teddy bear. Okay. Uh, and it is very, very I'm well suspicious. Worn. I've been hurt before. What, what is your name, little girl? My name is Liliana. Mm, Liliana uh, Rose Sheridan. Mm, so mm. you're named after two flowers? Yes, lilies and Anna's. Take, take us to your playing nook. Follow me. Just three adults following a child to the playing gonna, nook. We're not going to skip like her. All right, we're just going to walk normal yeah. as adults. Absolutely not. I use fire flight so that oh. way I can float behind her with my flames. All right, I'm, sixteen. I'm, you, you you launch very nicely. Don't burn anything as you hover above the rest of the party. Dungeon master, I skip with the best of them. All right, you skip we right ar- up there yes. with Liliana Rose Sheridan as uh, she leads you to her playing nook. Uh, You actually head across the village, across the road you came in on into the Golden Woods, which are adjacent to the town. Uh, She takes you about 10 minutes into the woods, uh, following a winding path. You can see there's little tunnels that she has no problems skipping underneath. The rest of you sort of have to squeeze through these little briar tunnels. But eventually uh, you come to this like almost enclosed canopy space. And from there you do see an uh, alcove basically made out of briars. And beyond that, uh, above it, is a hill uh, that sort of forms that. And on the hill there is a house. Hmm. There it is, the mysterious house that appeared very suddenly. But uh, a week hence yonder. Interesting. That means a week ago. Ah, thank you. Can we roll investigation on this glen in which the strange child plays? Yeah, roll an investigation. A ten. A ten. You do a, a pretty thorough job. Uh, you don't want to get too deep into the the foliage as there are uh, briars and other things that might be lurking in there. But uh, you do a pretty good search around it and you do discover that... Uh, nothing malicious lives here. Uh, there's definitely a little play area for her. Uh, looking up at the house, however, you do see that there's no foundation on it. Uh, it's sort of just like plonked down on this hill that in this uh, glen that you're in. Uh, and if you want to go up to the house, you can investigate further. But nothing about this glen seems off. Shoddy craftsmanship. Obviously no permits. Seems odd for a mayor. Hey, Daisy Tulip, did you hear? It's Liliana Rose Sheridan. I mm, Liliana Rose Sheridan. What? Liliana Rose Sheridan. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. Okay. Loud, no. All right. Um. That's all right, stinky man. Uh, Violet Hyacinth. Oh, excuse Quiet me. yourself. Um, excuse oh, me. That was so rude. I initiated no, combat. combat. No, combat. No. combat. All right, combat is initiated with this is the a- little girl. Uh, a 19 for the Liliana Rose Sheridan. Oh, um, I don't know about uh, combat. I start to cry. You roll and you just you roll for cry. See if you can get any sympathy. All right. She has mine. I got a 12. Real genuine tears come out as Magnar and Malvolia both flare up in anger. 
Your tears are no excuse for your breach in etiquette, little girl. I cast Hurl through hell. It's a 15. She disappears into a fiery oh, no. circle. I would never let someone speak to you like that. I appreciate that. You know, that's that's a poor daddy. You to know teach what I mean? his daughter. To teach, yeah. No, remind. Talk to people uh, like let's that. Let, no, let's make no. sure that we um, teach teach that daddy a lesson too, because obviously um, etiquette is not being taught, and uh, respect for elders. Malvolia, court ordered redemption tour. I'm. I do not want trying. you to go back to prison. But you sent a child to hell. And as he says that, a, f a fire circle appears again and out pops uh, Liliana Rose Sheridan back from her hurl through hell. See, I brought her back. <gasps> She's fine. It's a round trip. Her hair's changed to white. I saw my daddy, but instead of my daddy, he was just a scaled talent monster mixed with a dog. <laughs> So we start walking towards the house. Uh, All right, leaving the girl Dungeon behind. Dungeon Master, can I cast Power Word Heal on her psyche? All right, you open your Tome of Prophecy, the Book of Prophecy, and you find your Power Words and roll to see if you can pick the right one out. I rolled a three. Um, uh, suit. And she is stunned as you accidentally said the wrong Power Word. And her tears just course silently down her face as she oh. cannot move. Oh goodness! Uh, Are you done? No, I, I, um, I mean, you are wasting so much time. The hurl through hell was enough. Like this I, is just this, a little too much. Even this for is you. what I can't stand about Quill. Good. Backstory. Mm -hmm. He's always trying to stall things. He doesn't know his power Stalling words. Stalling is not my my part. Used me. I enter a giant is a large owl bear. Beak and fur. And yeah, an owl bear enters in from behind the house, sort of wanders around the side as it sort of approaches you, and it looks very aggressive. It's fur and feathered form hulking uh, above you, Magnar, and almost even with you, Malvolia. I came to investigate the house, but here I find a crying child. She was rude. Very rude. I, not particularly. That. Child, were you rude? She can't talk. She's, She's stunned. stunned. Uh, this this well, is my, this. my mistake. When I try to heal and I and I mess up... I'm uh, so sorry. He's very boring. Are you also investigating okay. these disappearances? Disappearances? No, I am here only to investigate the house. It did not belong... It was not here <gasps> earlier. You're a bur... Owl-bureaucrat. Well, yeah, there's no permits. There's oh. no nothing. I'm, I'm assuming it belongs to the three of you. As a former <laughs> member of the government, I mostly respect your position, but I must assure you that we are adventurers, not homeowners. Magnar, uh, I, I initially kneel before the mighty owl. Ah, the great bureaucracy of the owl bears. You, you need a, you, you guys I kneel need as well. A, you need to kneel right now. I Magnar, kneel, I kneel. Quill, and Malvolia all kneel down in front of the owl bureaucrat. Uh, and it seems to appreciate this respect that it was given. Child, I, I'll forgive you for being stunned. You're, you're, don't worry about it. <laughs> that, <sighs> but the three of you, I appreciate your etiquette. What? We must do something about this stunned child. Who does she belong to? I need... Daddy. Okay, which one of you is Daddy? Mm, None oh, of us. No, not, 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 not this one. We went into the woods with her. We three adults uh, went into the woods with her unsupervised and without her parents' permission. Yes. The goal was... Uh, to, to find this house. This house. Uh, we, we Which have been, you did. We have yes, been, we did yes. it. 
All right. Well, yeah. then that, that that checks out. But seriously, what can we do about this child? Oh, she looks distraught. It'll wear off. We just leave her. It it, it only takes a little bit. Yeah, color is slowly okay. returning to uh, Liliana Rose Sheridan's face, but her eyes are still wide in shock of what horror she saw below the earth. But we D- should go. We should go quick because when she wakes up, we're gonna have to deal with it. Well. <sighs> I will deal with the child. Dungeon Master, I would like to sniff the ground to see if I can find a trail where Liliana had left. Yeah, roll a survival check for me. I got an 11. Yeah, with your keen senses, you're able to easily pick up a scent, and you could guide the child back to the village of Borda easily, even in her stunned state. I will walk this child back. The three of you I am requesting as adventurers, investigate this house and find me permits. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, my yes. Liege. yes, of course. Anything for you. Yes. Magnar should know the way. I mean, well, you should know how to get in contact with me. You should. Yes, yes. I sing the song. I haven't sang the, the, the song. It's been a while the since owl, I've heard the it. The Owl Barracrat song and many. Um, Everyone knows the Owl Barracrat song. We'll all sing it together. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's a relative hymn. I, I pull out my tuning fork. All right. You pull out a little fork from your bag of junk. Um. We have permission to sing this song. We have a permit to sing this song. We have a permit to sing this song. The song of the owl barracrat. Owl barracrat. Owl barracrat. Owl barracrat. Owl Incorporated. Wow, that's amazing. You normally, you don't find four people to sing all four parts of that song. No, at it's the very same difficult time. to do it on your own. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I would yeah. never attempt it by myself. No. Well, off we go. Take the little girl. Well, Have fun. Yes, I will take the little girl. You all will sing the song. We will get back to this game. The mm. owl bear uh, lumbers off and in one of the clawed talons uh, sort of gently uh, nudges the girl forward and she sort of stumbles off into the woods uh, still shell-shocked from her experience of trying to help out people the rest of you can investigate the house and uh, as you as you look in you see it's very clearly just plunked down here somehow it's missing a bit of the bottom half the door is sort of jammed in the ground and jarred open I burned that door 17! Not necessary, because it was open, but you burn the door anyway, and it does not ignite the rest of the house. Malvoli, did a door hurt you? Yes. Is it because many men have shut their door of relationships on you? And not that's why just you men, but everyone. Do you know what it's like to grow up being a tiefling? No, I'm a dwarf. No, I'm With a horns. Asimar. No. And as I, as I grew, as I, as I hit puberty, they got larger and larger, and they'd say, there goes Malvolia with her, with her big, big horns, and men would leer at me. And then, of course, doors were shut for me again after my stint in prison. Doors or dwarves? Doors. Oh. Well, well, I think your horns are magnificent. Yeah. I mean, they do, they, they're frighteningly beautiful. They're a symbol of great infernal power and, and, and there is wisdom in this. You don't have to kiss her ass. I, yes, he does. I, mean, I wasn't. Magnard, would you? No, no, Magnard? I, I, was just, I, oh, was just, I was being genuine. No, I you was thought being I wasn't genuine. genuine. I was being genuine with her because, ooh, you know. Ooh, Magnard. 
Mm-mm. All right. I'm, I'm hopping aboard the compliment train. Magnar, you oh. are a fierce and storied warrior, and we are very lucky to have you See, here. See, no, you know, it was forced, that compliment. Okay, so that wasn't genuine at all. Uh, Dungeon Master, I burst through both of them into this uh, into this house. Right, last you one was you enter into the dilapidated house. Uh, it's sort of on an angle as it's sort of like in the ground. You could see... St- it's the floor is almost it's not dug in but it seemed to just have appeared there as it juts from the ground there's no evidence of it going into it almost as it appeared and it just displaced the dirt uh it's at an angle and it's sort of disorienting as you enter you feel a little bit nauseous is it furnished uh there's furniture that's sort of jumbled around Hmm. it looks like it was shaken around so the mayor has bad taste Dungeon Master, what is making us, like, nauseous? Is it just the displacement, or is it a smell? Uh, roll a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen. It, it's like things are, like, almost, like, shifting. Uh, it, as you stand there, you're on this angle, and things seem to be angling even a little bit more. Uh, do the other two of you enter? Oh, yes. Yes, yes absolutely. And uh, I'd yes. like to roll Arcana. All right, roll an Arcana check. 17. Yeah, there's definitely some magical source going on here, uh, and it seems to be drawing towards the cellar door that you see barely uh, jutting out of the dirt that at the and the ground floor of this house. I place my goggles on my on my good eye. All right. And I try to see if there's anything um, glowing from this door. Yeah, you, you flip down uh, your visor and you go to the detect magic, and there's definitely magical aura coming from this door, this little trap door in the ground. Something's happening, fellas. Quill, mm. you go first. Um, I open up the trap um, door. All right, you open up the trap door. Uh, and I point at Quill. Um, uh, uh, oh, okay, uh, you have shown trust in me, and I and I will not let you down. We uh, push Quill through the okay, door. Okay, I was gonna head first. Quill goes tumbling through the door, and you land. Quill, you land in the same room, but Malvoy and Magnar are nowhere to be seen. Guys, um, hello, guys. Everything's tilted the other direction. Mm, oh, oh, it's one of them funky Rubik's cubes houses. What? Yeah, you hear, you hear his voice coming through. You can hear him. Malvolia, Magnar, can you hear me? Uh, is this a, is this a grab for attention again? No, not, I mean, in the sense that I need your attention to solve the problem at hand, but not, not for my emotional well-being, which, to be honest, you guys are not very nurturing of. What? I, uh, it's just a bunch of gibber-jabber. I, do, I can't hear him. You can't? I, can you hear me when I don't talk about my feelings? Hello? I, uh, I... Say something informational. Um, this house, uh, when you walk through the door, you go into the same room and it flips one one degree, so all of the walls are in the wrong place. That that I heard. That okay, I, now I, say something about your sad life. Um, I also uh, think you guys are really cool, and I and I don't think you respect me enough. I didn't just, get that part. Yeah, I just felt the wind. Just, um, 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 um. Um, okay. I, I uh, I'm I'm sorry. Oh whoa. Oh, uh. Are you in my sitting room for a reason, or are you just going to shout loudly? Coming down from the stairs is the mayor of the town. Hello. Oh, I am so sorry. Yes. Uh, uh, My name is Quill Havencrest, and we are the adventurers that you sent for. I pick up Magnar, and I firefly us down there. All right, you jump on through, and you join Quill in the room, and there you find Quill speaking with an elven woman. Yes, uh... I can't. Bl- I thought you would be taller. Honestly, that's oh, my ex- first. Ex- excuse me. 
Yes, uh, the Adventurers Guild is full of brave warriors, and this is who was sent. I'm a little God. surprised. I yes. am the commissioner of the Adventurers Guild. Oh my! I'm sorry, Malvolia, and, Tiefling sorceress, yes, right and, hand of the. And king. of course, you recognize Magnar, Tin Forge, greatest oh. adventurer of all time. He oh. just came out of retirement. Yeah, I'm sorry, I had to be a little short with you. Really. Oh, <laughs> that's a very funny joke from a dwarf. <laughs> and this is Quill, our unpaid intern. Hi. Oh hi. Yes. Um, I'm sorry. Where are my manners? I'm um, Velvet Lacroix. Um, I'm so excited to be in the presence of brand adventurers. Uh, honestly, I have not been able to leave this house in, I think, a year? I'm not sure. Time is... I haven't seen nighttime in a very long time, and, and I'm very confused. And as she says that, you look out the windows, and before you is not the forest that you came in, but a twisted, viney canopy that is covered with... Uh, yellow leaves and purple leaves, uh, trunks with a deep red in them. There's an eternal twilight that is cast over this land, and the light sort of twinkles against silvery leaves that are in some of these trees. You've definitely left the material plane into somewhere else in this portal, Mm. and that is where we will pick up our adventure next time. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Out on a Whim's Improvised D&D. I hope you had as much fun listening to it as we did making it because we had an absolute blast. Now remember, in the Spellbook of Advertising, word of mouth is the most powerful and cheapest spell. So if you liked us, I and the entire Adventurer's Guild would be eternally grateful if you were to share this with someone you think might enjoy such epic misadventure. And we got all those social media pages. We've got Instagram and Twitter as ImprovisedD&D, that's the word and. Also, we are on Facebook as Out on a Whim's Improvised D&D. That one's an ampersand. They let us use it. We've also got a Patreon page brewing up with some cool extras. And if you could rate us, please put as many stars as humanly possible in the star receptacle. And of course, we would be infinitely grateful for any reviews. As for the inner machinations of this great lumbering audio beast we find ourselves within, our intro song, Call to Swords, is by Tim Beak, and all of the presence and atmosphere tracks were done by the intensely creative Michael Gelfie. Links to both of their works in the description. Also, our party has been Malvolia, played by Katie Rupert, Quill Havencrest, played by Bailey Picorni, and Magnar, played by Mike Hover. Once again, thank you everyone so much for listening to this. We put so much love into this, and it means a lot that you've listened to it, especially this far if you're still here. This is Quill Havencrest signing off. Search for Signs of the Apocalypse. Or don't, you know, chill if you want. Goodbye. <laughs>